You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. Tonight, we're going to talk about Carl Reiner's The Man with Two Brains. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Two brains. Oh, yeah. He has one in a jar and one in his wiener. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's level of speechless is everything. I wanted from. <laughs> God damn it, Christian! I thought I was being generous. I mean, what? Someone else may have to do the intros. Fuck. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. We're your hosts. I'm editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Cowan. How you doing, Brian? I am. Swell. Got two brains. Yeah, man. Your brains are looking good. Double thinking. <laughs> and we also have with us <laughs> director of photography. We're never going to make it through this episode. I know, <laughs> man. I got right now. This These one's actually pretty cracking good. me up before the goddamn yeah, I, I, show, I, I man. I think you got derailed by the last episode and you were worried, and then this one was okay, and then you got scared, and now you don't know how to talk because you've already Woo. lost a brain. Oh, my God. It takes two, baby. And we also have with us a director of photography, Mike Griggs. So I'm not going to be able to see him. <laughs> Let's see if we can get through the giggles on this one. <laughs> <sighs> And we also have, oh my god! And we also have costume designer Kristen Jones. Uh, and someone else, please talk. I, I tried to explain this movie to. Yeah, it, no, I can't. I can't explain this movie. Like this is this is not a movie that is explainable without just descending into middle school giggles. There's a lot of wiener jokes in this, <laughs> which are obviously like the best part of the movie. Though. Yeah, no, hundred like, percent. Because yeah. I guess I need to say up front, I was apparently in the perfect mood for this movie because I was fucking rolling through the entire thing. I'm like, this movie is not good. Like, there's there's not a lot of great things about it, but it is hitting me perfectly when I watched it last night. <laughs> I mean, so I enjoyed it thoroughly. 
the best part about it is how stupid it is, and then like actually, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. written. You know, it is uh, it is is a performance. It's not. It, it maybe some of it is is like improv, but I doubt it. I think most of it is it is it's 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 a planned thing, and uh, yeah, I, I think, think it's very crafted. I don't sure. think any of this is improv. I think it's. I think that makes it special, and and it's and it's just like well, so ab- absurd. It is special, and amazing. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Get that cat out of here! <laughs> Why? Why is there a cat in an operating room? Hey, you know Not what? once, but three fucking times. At one point, he's like, oh, "Damn, there's always a cat in here." <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that joke. I just, I love. <laughs> I didn't get the joke either. You don't but have to get it. It's, it's random. I love when he's operating on her, and he's like, "Can you please cover her? I'm a man, goddammit, flesh and blood. <laughs> cover her breasts. <laughs> it's just, just boobs for no reason. Just there." Yeah, I'd be surprised at the amount of uh, nudity. I actually was too, because I had seen this before way back in the day on TV. So all the nudity parts were cut out. All the innuendo and sex jokes were left in, obviously. But there was way more nudity than I than I remembered. And it's so nonchalant too. It's not really like, you know, <laughs> it doesn't feel very sexy. Well, except for that one point where he, when he's like, lift your robe and it cuts back to that perfect shot of her ass. I mean, you know. <laughs> and his his hand is like right there. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on in here? <laughs> I, I paid her fifteen thousand dollars. That was a, that was a, a stunt double's ass, though. That was not that Kathleen. Was a stunt ass was not Kathleen Turner's ass. She said that I'm not putting my ass in this picture. Yeah, she refused after doing all that nudity and uh, and body. That heat. is shocking. Obviously, not her. It's breast, not. Then, huh? Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> But if you look at the scripts, like, come on, oh my god, it's like I wouldn't read the script and be like, yes, I would love to take off my clothes for this. Like, no, no, absolutely. That's exactly what she said, Kristen. Yeah, Yeah, she's a smart lady. She's a smart lady. She's easily the best thing about this movie. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I may agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Steve Martin's hit or miss. uh, I do like uh, David Warner a lot, though. As the he's he's fantastic. Yeah. He's pitch perfect because he's playing that one single character. Steve Martin has like so many kind of ups and downs, you know. <laughs> oh, you went a little past it. It's you just you went a little too far, but you got it. That's that that proves that if you just keep doing it, it'll eventually become funny. No, that's not. That is not correct. That is not correct. If you just if you just keep you know keep doing it. No, it it, it proves that there are some jokes. <laughs> That you need to let die. And yeah, exactly. One, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Was the mispronunciation of the name joke ever funny? No. It. It was. It became funny to me that they kept thinking it was funny enough to keep trying it in the movie. <laughs> That's what became funny to me. But I never actually laughed at their attempts to make his name something. But it's not even like a funny name. It's not like there's nothing funny about. Yeah. What it, it doesn't to sound do like it's it. something else. It's just it's like nonsense. Doctor okay. Doctor. Oh, this is exactly like it sounds. Yeah, that's how H- my doctors, they often like, they talk. Yeah. And also, Anne's name, Amalmahai. Sounds like she's like really Southern and kind of slow. Like, I'm trying to pronounce my name, but I can't. So I understand, I understood when he was like, you know, H-F-U-H-R, you know, all that shit. I kind of like make that out, but when they tried to spell her, so I went and looked it up on imdb if you scroll all the way down to the bottom she's the very last person <laughs> uh uncredited uncredited basic insane like how could you have such a large role in this and you do not get credit sissy spacex i don't think she oh, wanted so the credit you, right if you look at the script oh, was, she, was, though, she like, was she like i don't know this is like would. you paid me i don't need to i don't need people to know i'm in this 
Yeah, she was already like nominated for like a Academy Award at this point, right? Or has she won? Had Cole Miner's daughter come out? This was you would definitely 83? think so. Yeah, yeah. D- didn't that come out in the seventies? Don't get me mine. You got the Googles. <laughs> oh man, nineteen eighty. <laughs> so yeah, she had already won an Oscar. Yeah, so this is that's an Oscar. Hey man, she did a damn good job playing a disembodied brain that no one else could hear for no other reason than the fact that they wanted it to be that way. She doesn't have lips. <laughs> <laughs> well, he gave her she, lips. Yeah. I like how that in that scene, he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I've fallen in love with a mind and not a body. But also here are lips for me to make out with you and yeah. turn you into a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta have yeah. the lips, Kristen. Obviously. <laughs> no, it's it's such a perfect, like, dude trope where he's like, oh, I, I love your mind. I don't care about your body. But then immediately objectifies her. In in the same fucking sentence, basically. Wanting to kiss her is not to objectify her. It's just wanting to. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, hell, he's just gone through a marriage where he couldn't do anything, man. He's just That's so his, pent up. his own fault. <laughs> that is his own fault. That's yeah. his own fault. I don't feel sorry for him in the slightest. Not at all. Like, hell, even when it's revealed that she's like a, a gold digger i'm like but also you deserve that like maybe if you had asked her like a question and gotten to know her yeah maybe if she'd even like gotten released from the hospital before you married her <laughs> i don't know this is on you yeah. sir he likes to move quickly you're not a victim here <laughs> maybe a victim oh, yeah. of your own stupidity especially when you're completely ghost blind like, yeah, the ghost, any ghost sign at all, any sign, oh just I'll be on the lookout for it. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, no, he's like, and he's like, just give me a side, and and the, the the whole thing happens, and he goes, I'm gonna put you in the basement. Let me know if you have any other thoughts. <laughs> gotta get this wall fixed. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get this wall fixed now. Damn. Yeah, that is that is like this movie in a fucking nutshell. That they lean so far into that <laughs> that the wall breaks. This movie is let's take a joke and then see how far it can go. And then when you think it's gone too far, let's go triple that. Yeah, I think my favorite reoccurring joke was the uh, condo walls being paper thin. It's <laughs> like tissue paper. That's, that shit still holds up. I kind of laughed when it first happened. Uh, and then, oh, my God, when the fucking cops get the goddamn battering ram <laughs> and go through to the oh, swimming man. pool. They it's it from the neighbor. styrofoam. <sighs> Like, was, we'll bring it back. I was crying, man. I was like, I can't even <laughs> see the screen. All these tears in my eyes. The fact that the when they land in the pool and the battering ram is floating while they're sinking <laughs> just yeah, fucking just kills so me. <laughs> I did but, really like that when they ran through the wall and into the pool. They, uh, but they they made sure to return it. Yeah. All right, <laughs> you can give the battering, battering ram back ram. now. Thank you. <laughs> Go next door. Get the battering ram. Oh, yes. Can we borrow Are you gonna yours? Are you going to return it? It's not a cup of sugar. Of course I'm going to return it. See, that's the good stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was funny. I will say, though, about 50 minutes into the movie, I was ready for it to be over. That long? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, maybe 40, 40 should, to 50. I should take that back. I should I take that back. I did, I did enjoy the beginning when with Kathleen Turner and her other husband where she's feeding him um, angelfish. Oh, like, she's such a good villain. <laughs> the fact that by the end of it, I was like, oh, no, poor, poor, whatever her name is, poor Kathleen Turner. Uh, like, like, that should never have happened. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. She was a very like, perfect antagonist villain that... 
and she's so, so cartoonist and so absurd and she's really shining at the beginning and uh yeah and steve martin's such a pompous asshole and he, like i love when he's talking to that reporter in the in the car and um take, out, like, the take out the probably <laughs> <laughs> like there's some really good moments the and then oh yeah and then it just really starts to drag when they just like start relying like it becomes more it, it becomes less of a story and more of let's just talk about um how he's not getting laid some of those not getting laid jokes are funny though they are funny that's the thing i, I really liked that um who was it uh roger ebert roger ebert quote that he says this is not a great comedy but it has scenes that don't know that i was like <laughs> yes that's right, this yeah, movie right. yes wow. I'll give you that's, that. that's, that's extremely well put yeah, because yeah. <laughs> overall, like, I feel like this movie is really awful and horrible and frustrating. But like, yeah, if you go through and like cherry pick things, yeah, there's some really brilliant stuff in here. <laughs> yeah. Is that her? Yeah. No, that's just a statue of her. <laughs> he carries this doll. I do like the way her head moves and almost doll, yeah, she, like she's, she's real. Like a, yeah, she's like a like an Indian dancer, you know, <laughs> she's always like... <laughs> And then when he's back in the castle later, he pulls her out of his pocket. Like, she's, she's just always in that breast pocket. <laughs> yeah. Very close at heart. Yeah, man. Right next to the news articles. <laughs> that he has stapled to his fucking jacket. <laughs> he's got everything at the ready, just in case. I also felt the uh, the slowdown in the middle of the movie. It was, like, right around when the brain gets introduced. That was when I was, I, I think I took a note saying, like, yeah, how is it all of a sudden so freaking slow? And not in like a good, interesting pacing way. And like a, you lost all the steam that you've been building up to. And and this seemed like it should have been a bigger reveal or a bigger moment. And somehow it was like, oh, I guess now this is when it's happening. Cool. I don't know. I thought when Dr. Necess- Necessitor or whatever his name is came back or came into the that's when it kind of got moving a little bit. I really loved his character. So maybe that was what it was but it was i felt it really slowed down when he and kathleen turner got married mm. and we just had to deal with just him doing nothing yeah that's su- her fake suicide attempt and all that stuff oh god so it, that is boring uh, the suction yeah, cup really gags is. are not funny yeah it's, it's that that's really too long yeah that, that is where i'm kind of like all right i'm gonna go get another cup of coffee now i'll be back <laughs> wait He's what still licking his hands. Okay, I got time to put cream in this coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should just uh, make a whole latte. Who knows? And I will say it really picked back up, though, when he <laughs> finds out that his son, what aunt died, somebody died, and he has an inheritance, and Kathleen Turner kept it from him. And she just like instantly turns back into the villain and is like, oh, perfect, why would I yeah. tell you? And I was like, oh my God, yes, thank you. She's great. But the second like she dies, you're just like, oh, okay. And it goes back to being super boring. She's just, she makes this whole movie, and her character is so absurd and over the top that when she's not really front and center and i i also feel that way with dr necessitor he's also this absurdist character steve martin is not that absurd he's just kind of an asshole and so i don't really want to watch him <laughs> i don't care about anything he does i don't know he's pretty absurd he does a lot of really ridiculously goofy shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he does uh yeah like uh knocking a, a window pane out with his boner um <laughs> where's my hat oh there it is <laughs> that was funny i did like the hat thing it's it's fine it's fine i'm gonna take a walk where's my hat 
Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the breeze feels good. Roger Ebert uh, damn summed this up the best. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 There are these really funny scenes that are perfect. And then, yeah, it's a lot of. And then you have the rest of the movie. Like. I do also think there's like a. There's a little bit of a. An age gap here with the these these jokes i some of the stuff i'm not really getting like the whole serial killer thing and it's the reveal Griffin. Griffith. yeah oh hey, yeah, that's lost you. on me because i had to look him up yeah same wait you didn't know who you've never heard I mean, of obviously Merv i've heard of i've heard of him but i've never i didn't yeah. know i didn't know what he did i've never seen the Merv griffith show yeah i've never seen that either i just knew that the guy did jeopardy i didn't even know he did jeopardy and will of fortune and wheel of fortune yeah, yeah. that blew what? my mind i was like what this guy's like gotta be the game show captain or king or so that, that was I a feel like surprise, the... <laughs> you know, for, for our grandparents. For, yeah, right, right. For someone <laughs> 40 years ago. I feel like if they were to remake it today, it, it, it should be someone like Brad Pitt where everybody's like, didn't expect that. That's cool. Like some, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was that similar level of. Or like Steve Harvey who does all the game shows and is a motivational speaker. Is he really? Yeah. I can see being a killer. Motivational yeah. speaker. Okay, yeah. 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 Yeah, like someone you would expect to be kind and endearing and no i had to go to europe in order to kill people (laughs) sounds tough i did look up a lot of the jokes um and i stopped because every single one was like no there's not an explanation they're just being weird (laughs) um what were the first two or three that you like i looked up like she's missing her nines when she counts from one to ten you cooked her nines you cooked her nines (laughs) I was like, does that mean something? It does not. No, it's just that she's lost her nines. You've, well, okay. you just, you've killed so many brain cells that her nines are just gone. She was cooked to the nines. <laughs> I do feel like if, if you're going to make a joke there where you're like, no, she's probably fine, and you get to eight, and you're like, yeah, she's great, and then she skips nines, and he's going to lean into it. That's a pretty good joke. I didn't say it was terrible. I said yeah. I was looking stuff but, up, and it means nothing. It, yeah, that's weird. I did the- really love that Kathleen tell, uh, tells him that she's cooking brains except in French and she sits there and just waits for him to <laughs> yeah, feed like, <laughs> He doesn't decide to open. He's like, wait a second. I've been there before. <laughs> Hang on. And he's like, you could see him like reading the Wikipedia page in his brain. <laughs> and then he grabs it out and it's like hot it's and hot. burning his hands. Oh my gosh. It's got these very like. And she's uh, like laughing in the background. Sorry, I'll let you go on. I just oh, thought no, that was not. really great. <laughs> no, she, she, she's the perfect evil, uh, like crazy woman. I don't know. Well, I mean, she's like, playing off her role from Body Heat. You know, it's kind yeah, of like hundred percent. Yeah, fun spoof on it. See, Glenn Close looks scary when she, when she plays this character. <laughs> mm, that's but a good like, point. But like when Kathleen Turner's, you know, he, he's she's still sexy. It. No, it's yeah. just because yeah. she's so hot. You're yeah, confused. You're like, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Correct. I'm, I'm like that one. I'm like that one stripper with the, with the weird voice. I'm like, I don't care. Whatever. What do you want to do? To me? <laughs> was it my voice? <laughs> was it my voice? <laughs> I spoke too soon, didn't I? Oh, I don't mind Windex shirt. <laughs> what did you do? With it's basically like that's what does it for you. All right, that's cool. I'll try anything. <laughs> Didn't always gel. It, this movie did remind me a lot of The Jerk. Have you guys ever seen that? It's been a long time. Yeah, I, I watched it, it once, like but this. like it might have been on TV or something. So I only have partial memories of it. I was looking yeah, at. Is that the one with the big bow on the house? Puts the bow, oh, man, dude. I don't. I don't know. Don't get me lying. I. It's been a while since I remember, uh, I've seen that. Uh, I just mostly remember the. the... No, Roxanne's one where his nose is like really long. Yeah. 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 
did some dumbass movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. But it's okay. You know, it, it, it just kept reminding me of, like, the Naked Gun movies, just how absurd it is. Like, there's this one scene where, where like, the guy's got his hands glued to his face, and, and you don't really know. And it's Dude, like, that, that whole he scene. stands up, and he's like, what time is your, what time are you your hands removed from your face? <laughs> I, I got to say, that, that bit actually got me, because I was halfway through the scene, like, why the fuck is he still sitting in there with his hands on the scene? And then, like, the next line was, when do you get your hands removed? And I was like, oh, my God. When are you Seriously? scared to have your hands removed from your face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, the whole first act of this movie is just a fucking long-ass SNL bit where he's like, how much of an asshole yeah. can I be? Especially when he's doing two brain surgeries at once, one with left hand and one with right hand. Bro, she's finally ready. <laughs> you didn't have to go save lives. Yeah. It's just an easy brain surgery, okay? Come on. I do love his screw-top method with the sound effect of just the... Cranial <laughs> <laughs> screw-top. <laughs> The hair flying. Yes. <laughs> and he made it childproof. Hers is loose. He did. Is you have to push he hard. He and fixes yeah. it. Like, like, oh, <laughs> oh you're, you're, you're just not feeling well. You know, let me tighten your head and you'll be fine again. No, it's, it's like when you like brush the hair out of, out of her eye. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think of the uh, cinematography? Since good old Michael Chapman was the DP. It was okay. <laughs> it's pretty standard. It's, uh, like standard actually, feels like a, a gentle word for it. No, on my second right. watch, yeah. I, I enjoyed it better uh, than the first time. But like the scene where he's like talking to the painting, really gross, like extra uplight uh, that's not needed, not motivated. Uh, there's just some yeah. weird. There's some weird shit that that they do. It's just it's a comedy. They're just fucking throwing light in the room. Yeah, I felt the With same thing. Motivation. Yeah, there, there's there's several moments where like he walks in the door and you see like a light slashing across and then he walks into another light and it's, it is. It just feels like it's just it's fine. Let's let's put a light there so we can see him and it's fine. And it doesn't matter if it's coming from something or not. Like it works in the in the scene. You don't have to have it motivated for everything. It's a fucking comedy. Who cares? Well, I have to say that actually I'm going to disagree with both of you because I the cinematography was so bad that I noticed it. And so. I feel like it, it's so bad. Was it exposed, Kristen? Uh, I did not think this was well lit. I did yeah, not think was this it was exposed. I think that's what Jared and I are, are gently trying to describe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're we're definitely it, trying to say nice things about poor yeah, cinematography I mean, you know, for a guy who knows why? how to be a fucking taxi driver. How do you so? how do you shoot Raging Bull and Taxi Driver, and then you do something like this and just phone it in? I don't understand. Yeah, it, no, like, I, honestly, like, there were like, so many moments <laughs> that I'm surprised that you guys were saying nice things because I was like, oh, I bet they're going to talk about that. And I bet they're going to. No, no, you've disappointed <laughs> me. You have disappointed mm. me. I don't even know if I re- I just is so kind of like over it at, at a certain point that I was just more watching it. Well, OK, so um, some, some of it's got to be an aesthetic choice, right? Because like they're clearly like referencing B movies. Oh, there's a lot of young so, Frankenstein references in this for sure. Hold on. There, yeah, I actually noticed a lot of these references and some of it I think worked really well. But I think a lot of it did not. And I also thought like, like, honestly, what I in terms of like, we're switch, I'm switching gears a little bit more because I don't know that much about cinematography, but in terms of a lot of the design and stuff, um, the way they lit like the brains and the way they did all of that like that was really cool and i know they did it to look like look like a a video game and i thought that was a really interesting kind of point of view when they tried it looked fine 
Mm. And then they didn't try for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and to your point that a lot of this is referencing other movies, I did get that. But the other the source material is not this lazy. Wait, you, you're talking about those 60s movies? Yeah. I mean, listen, like those when things you are watch... pretty low budget and lazy. Yeah. OK. But like when you. Okay. I, like I, like the movie they're watching, like uh, what is it, Donovan's Brain? They're watching that. Like that looks. Oh yeah, they, yeah, it, looks like, yeah. 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 it is pretty ass. <laughs> you know, that's my favorite movie. The Brain That Wouldn't Die. That's another one that's like, oh, I, what is that? Sixties or something? That, that fucking thing's terrible. That's every night for me, bro. <laughs> 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 Just go to sleep. I call that going to bed. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They, but at the same time, you can't make the movie look like that the entire time, and I don't know. Maybe they're going for like a Roger Corman low budget look here. Like, I mean, I'm talking about like in the lighting, even the production design. Like, I don't know. Like, just the way they start that whole movie off with what? What are those little plasma balls called? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's in every science fiction thing. Yeah. You know, well, I know, but it's you know, yeah. it, it's like so fifties and sixties. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a yeah. like a like a lava lamp just reminds you of the seventies. You know, it's just like that. I don't know. Just starting off your image with, over the credits. Just maybe I'm yeah, just trying to put generous. you in a certain mood. Yeah, I, I mean, think that's I think that's that's the mood. I'm actually not mad at that. Setting expectations. That this is yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the whole movie follows through on that idea for sure and premise yeah i mean steve martin even references that when when he goes to necessitor's laboratory he's like you don't even have any of the little things like how are they how are they powered well that's actually back in the room next to the gorilla (laughs) (laughs) the video games with the quarters so at the end like does that mean that like bad version of the gal is in the monkey now or in the gorilla now no, she's she, she died, died though. She's dead. Yeah. She died. Yeah. Yeah. Where's where's the gorilla's brain then? No, the gorilla was just there the as the secondary possible body. He was just there to show you what Steve Martin might be having sex with. And oh, luckily okay. he said, I can't have sex with a gorilla. <laughs> oh, I <Yeah>. understand. <laughs> Sure. No, that makes sense. Yeah, D- Dave Too Warner, hairy, right? At, at the end, with his drunk acting, he shows up at the end. That that is perfect. It's so great. There's a coin slot in the back of this machine. Oh, that's oh I totally right. forgot oh, about that. Right. I, forgot. I, forgot I made this up, an old game system. I like when he puts the uh, he puts the brain in the in the thing, closes the lid, and he starts to back up, and the gorilla like like excuses him, grabs him on the butt. He's like, "Hey, whoa!" <laughs> Scratching his balls and smelling his monkey paws. Oh, oh, oh that is the doctor I know. I never did want to shake his hand. <laughs> it's so stupid. Well, I think it's break time. We're going to take a break. We're going to play the trailer for The Man with Two Brains. And we'll be right back. Carl Reiner's Man with Two Brains. Mm. There you go. Don't mistake it with the other one. He's a world famous brain surgeon. The only time we doctors should accept death is when it's caused by our own incompetence. Ten blade scalpel. Metzenbaum scissors. Who wants only one thing in a woman? Let's cat out of here. The perfect mind in the perfect body. Steve Martin's out of control in The Man with Two Brains. He's not close. He's dead. Dead? My God, I better get her to a cemetery right away. Ten? Jumpy? Six weeks and you haven't made love to your wife yet? Into the mud, scum queen. 
Oh, you have no hair. Oh, sorry. kissing your brain as far as i'm concerned you're the most complete woman i've ever known all my life i wanted women with great bodies why 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 had the top of her head off but that's as far as it went steve martin the man with two brains you'll laugh your cranium off and we're back. That was the trailer for Carl Reidner's The Man with Two Brains. Mm. <laughs> the Man with Two Brains. <laughs> what a crazy Man. trailer. What a you terrible like trailer. Movies? Come on down. <laughs> Let's show you every slapstick moment from this film. Hey, man. It, but it's, it's of the time, right? There's a lot of movies like this out at the time or back in the day. That was comedy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's wholesome. This, this was like <laughs> a rated R movie about. <laughs> yeah, raunchy wholesome. This is yeah. the opposite of wholesome. This was the date movie of the year. I hope not. The date movie of the year? <laughs> <laughs> See, there's this guy, right? He's got two brains, right? That's what I meant, is a wiener. Look, look, he didn't care that she was fat, you know? <laughs> I never totally told him fine. I was a compulsive eater. What fat? He's totally fine with it. What fat? Yeah, man. Well, thank God. Like, listen, <laughs> that right, just makes because... him such a redeeming character. Like, He's yeah. had a whole character arc here. That was his whole character arc. That it's was his the entire way. movie. <laughs> that was that if, was if the, he that was been the fat shaming character someone thing. at the beginning, you know, and then, and then he didn't care. I mean, this isn't Shallow How. But he, he did... Come on, we can't ignore the entire movie where he only cares about women's looks and at no point in time does he acknowledge them as human beings, even going so far as to pick women up who are on dates with other men and look at their bodies and examine them to see (laughs) if if that's a suitable wife for him. He was crazed at that point, Kristen. Oh, well, God, what was I thinking? You're right. He has a condition called blue balls. I just know. <laughs> Do I seem tense? No, I think his blue ball, that whole tense blue ball period had already passed. That was, this was later. Yeah, for right? sure. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's totally when he's, you know, he's got to find a body at this point. Yeah, at this point, he's worried that Anne, the one female the mind that he can actually die. talk to, like, might be dying. Yeah, she had an expiration date. He opened the jar too many times. And he can't, you know, put her in the in the monkey because he can't have sex with the monkey, so he doesn't. Well, I mean, you can, but. I don't think legally <laughs> you can, no. Uh-uh. At that time. That's, that's not a thing. Like, like could, couldn't you just, like, drop the brain? Uh, oh, well, it's not really a brain transplant, though, is it? You're, like, taking the essence no, of it and putting it in the other, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's like the consciousness. Yeah. You're transferring consciousness. So, so you yeah. can't transfer yep. the consciousness yep. Later, like, like I guess, like well, he could have just transferred it over to the gorilla and then waited, and then transferred it. Well, okay, so they did actually kind of answer that question because earlier, when he meets the first gorilla, that was the the other brain scientist or brain surgeon that was equal to his skill. The handsy gorilla. Yeah, Doctor Necessity or whatever his fucking name is. Necessitor. <laughs> he says. He says uh, the gorilla's 
brain is slightly smaller, so it could not absorb his superior intellect size or something like that. So only part of him got transferred into the gorilla. Oh, that's right. That's right. right. So if, if they transferred his brain girlfriend into a gorilla, then he would lose a lot of her. There's oh, the subtle stakes, but they are definitely present. Yeah, it it doesn't make a lot of sense. The like, if Steve Martin is this brain transplanting surgeon, like, why why doesn't he like actually transplant the brain? Why are we like putting somebody's consciousness from one body to another? It's like he's That's not a involved. Good fucking end, question. Yeah. You know? That's what I thought he was going to do was like physically do a brain transplant. Yeah, yeah I thought you know, the same. Why why go yeah. through all this effort to establish him as the world's premier brain surgeon? If he's not going to actually do anything with his surgery skills, he's, well, he he's, understands the brain. Yeah, but like they could have made him a neuroscientist. They could have made a neuro. I mean, like there, there's he could have been a psychologist. Like I understand the human psyche, and now he's uh, actually you know interacting with the brain. Like why make him a neurosurgeon? Because he needed like a big ego, and like all those guys are like assholes. But like I feel like brain surgeon is like the biggest. That's true. Yeah. It's not rocket science or brain surgery. Oh, I will say, um, I did enjoy the costumes in this, especially all of Kathleen Turner's outfits. And I am so sad that all of those outfits are like standard to like the evil femme fatale woman who kills mm. her husband. Because like, I don't know why they can't just be like commonplace, honestly. Um, yeah, she was pretty however, hot in most of this. And all, all what? When was she not hot? Or, or are you referring to her fat scene? Yeah, that, like, that's what that's what Mike was actually wow. saying. Damn, that wow. is not what I was saying. <laughs> Thanks for projecting onto me, all of you. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> her nightgowns was, are really. I nice. was trying to not sound wow, too enthusiastic like? about <laughs> how gorgeous Kathleen Turner like, is. Excuse me. With the one with the lace that goes up in her neck and it goes out to a long flowy thing. Oh, when cool. she yeah. was like checking out Ramon. Dude, yeah. She's, yeah. that's so fucking awesome. I thought that, that dress was really pretty and the fact that she had her hair up in this bun and it was like a very like old style thing. Yeah. And I was like Classy. this I was like, this really doesn't fit with her character. And then she very quickly starts to, you know, change and I I wonder if he Hey, actually this makes so much sense because that outfit and that hairstyle do not fit in with the rest of her wardrobe like his other he kid. picked her yeah he dressed her in that scene because that's when she comes home from the hospital yeah but mm. it's rebecca's old clothes it's rebecca's old clothes yeah. oh jeez! wow, wow. See, this, this movie has substance yeah. no the costume designer <laughs> has substance there that's it is what it is there it is <laughs> i think Kristen just filled in some massive blanks and made it all work for us yeah, man. <laughs> it didn't make sense but Kristen fixed it <laughs> Costume design for the win. Way to go! But also, it makes it like creepy on a whole new level. Like I didn't. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's uh, up there with. Uh, I want this moment to last forever. Three days later, have you taken enough pictures? I can't. It had to be anymore. longer because they had the film back. How long did yeah. film used to uh, take? One hour. One hour. No, no, that one hour photo. You never heard of that? Not in the eighties. No. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Come on. It could have been a day. I don't think so. It could have been a day. I, I remember that in like 85, 86. I don't know about... I know. I, I do think that the actually Im the implication is that it's been at least like two days because he says I got the the film back. And, well, yeah. no. He, he, she comes in and says, do, do you want your breakfast? We got the photos back. I think it's the next day. Yeah, it's supposed to be the next day. It's at least the next yeah. day. Yeah, he's been staying least, there for a day. At least. I assume that several days he's have passed. He's very strong. You know, he's very strong. He can, well. In every movie, he just does superhuman shit like pick up like giant <laughs> carboys of, of change and, and hold women for days. 
before they gain weight. Because when before she gets they fat, gain weight, bro, she, yeah, she gains 40, stairs. 50 pounds, and he's like, like oh, man. And, and she's, oh. Just, <laughs> she's just down. She's just smiling. Fuck yeah. You, you get me up there, baby. It's so I, stupid. I just hate that she loses her sexy, like, uh, sissy SpaceX voice when... When you becomes. think you think she well, should have lost, she wouldn't have kept that. Yeah, no. You don't think Kathleen she has, Tur- she it's has Kathleen, Kathleen Turner's, Turner's voice body? Box. Yeah, yeah it's her voice true. box and all of that. She should still had the uh, southern accent though. Oh, she could have done the. Southern that would have been interesting. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. point. I could have seen that. Yeah. Is there a more sexy voice than Kathleen Turner though? Like, let's be honest. No, Jessica Rabbit like, will always have the most sexy uh, voice ever. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, hold on, not now. Back then. What does that mean? Have you, have you heard her lately? Yeah, it's a little too raspy now. Oh, very, oh, oh, oh. Uh, well, yeah. Changed. I don't know no, if it's but, cigarettes but or the 80s and the 90s, like everything before like 2000-ish. My formative years when I heard her for the first time. Oof. Oh, man, yeah. Meg Tilly. Or no, Jennifer Tilly. She's got a, Jennifer <laughs> Tilly is also very sexy. Yeah, That's yeah. in a different way, though. Yeah. The, Look, um, it's... All right, all right, you, all right. You said, you know, you, didn't, you weren't saying comparative. You were saying that's true. who else had a sexy voice. I'm just no, saying. you're correct. I said, is, correct. yeah, is there anyone sexier? That's like Jennifer Tilly is... Like, she's up there. That's, that's like, like Joey Lauren Adams has a sexy voice. It's like that smoky little... I don't know. <laughs> Guess it's what you're into. The, uh... <laughs> The receptionist from uh, Monsters Inc. Uh, also, Jennifer, <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer I, I, Tilly I, I, is in Monsters Inc. Wachowski, not I, the receptionist. I, I lean toward uh, the receptionist in the Ghostbusters. <laughs> Janine, always oh, watching Wachowski. Always oh, watching Ghostbusters. What do you want? See, <laughs> sexy. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Get in here and kiss me. <laughs> I'm hungry. What do you want for dinner? You know, I like that. Like, yeah. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, I was surprised by all the uh, the cameos in the film. Um we had the uh Terminator psycho- psychologist uh was in the yes. movie, had a quick cameo. I forget that actor's name. He just passed away. Oh, really? Recently. Damn. Yeah. Jeffrey Combs was in the movie. He was he was the guy that was uh, shaving the heart shape uh, pubic hair pattern. Holy <laughs> shit! I thought I recognized him, but I couldn't tell why. Oh my god, that's amazing! I like that he points at her, at her vagina. It's like I never want to see, that, see again. that again. <laughs> and then he doesn't. I did appreciate that. That's true. That's a really good point. What is that? He leans over. I know that. That's probably why it all happened. She has like some unconscious memories of him doing that, and she's like, "Fuck this guy." <laughs> We're giving her brain surgery. Why are you shaving that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's such it's a ridiculous day. joke. I thought, That's I thought it would be nice. <laughs> so perfect. Uh, oh man! And then uh, Paul uh, Paul Benedict was the uh, the butler. We recently uh, saw him. He was the the judge uh, yeah. or Gomez's uh, neighbor in the Adams family. Yeah. Oh my god! Okay, he also seemed super familiar, and I couldn't place him. Yeah, yeah, he's yep. got that face. Yeah, I was like, his mustache looks different, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he's he's just really grown as an actor. You can see the mustache range. <laughs> he's got a good stash. Oh, and fucking James Cromwell. I forgot. He's the German realtor. Oh, yes. Yeah. Dude, with those fucking shorty shorts and his little, like... <laughs> like, leg wrap-around warmer things, whatever the hell those were. I was like, is that James Cromwell? I couldn't yeah, tell until the they face. went to the medium shot and he gets hit in the face. And I was like, it's yeah. James Cromwell. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. 
Oh, I did really appreciate the joke. I laughed when she says, who are those assholes? And he says, no, there are azaleas in their food. It's pronounced azaleas. Pronounced azaleas. I put this I, there for I you. I also really love <laughs> that. That, that was joke. one that of was my a, favorite lines. <laughs> that was a great moment. Well, the the yeah. little girl with the, at the beginning, as the, you know, with the whole one take one line thing is, is really awesome and and like it sets tone for the movie really well it's like oh, that girl looked like someone that i maybe have seen later in life like 20 years later and i couldn't i didn't recognize her though well, you might have who knows <laughs> yeah i didn't even look her up i didn't either i do like that uh i do like that he's like it's not a subdural hematoma it's epidural god damn that makes me so mad like <laughs> he's so <laughs> mad <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> that made me kind of chuckle, but I only like laughed out loud one time in the whole movie, and that's like later on when he's when the cop has him doing like the test, and he goes, "God damn, your drunk tests are hard." <laughs> I did find that <laughs> yeah. as a, a perfect excuse for him to be like, "Look, I can tap dance and juggle and sing at the same time, motherfuckers." <laughs> I didn't laugh at any of that, but when the cop asked back for the oranges, that got me. <laughs> oh, that was like, can I have the oranges <laughs> back. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I was just like, "All right, fuck you." <laughs> now I'm laughing. God damn it! <laughs> the other part that I laughed at was the when other he part. Rushes. The, oh, yeah, the the, other part. there there were two. I wrote them down. The other time I laughed. Actually laughed. <laughs> Pause the when movie. he goes into yeah, this is an important part. Uh, when he goes into towards the end after the cop after all of that he goes into Doctor Necessitor he's he's like Anna's dying and the doctor just looks at him and he goes I'm dying you're, you're dying. dying we're all we're dying, all dying. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good that was good <laughs> doing comedies is hard man <laughs> it's hard to talk about them you know it's just like yeah the, the jokes oh, are well, funny it's just like but... oh this was cool this was cool yeah. oh, I remember this this is great that's it's hard to it's hard to dissect it because it's not really I don't know if we're trying to tell us like if we got like a point here are we trying to like really have a message <laughs> There's a message. I already oh, said it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, like to the film or like about yeah. the film? Because message to the were the filmmakers the trying discussion. to say here? Yeah, <laughs> what, what was, it just, what was the message me. about the film, Kristen? I want to know yeah, that. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drop some knowledge on me. No, I already, I already, I already dropped it. Like hey, the man, beginning. Look, I'm already another beer which in. Was, and we've had a which break. Was, I don't remember. Hold, Tell me. <laughs> All right, all right. It was the, the it was the Roger Ebert quote. This is not a great oh, movie. Yeah. yeah. See, now we're all on the same page. <laughs> I mean, between that and realizing the costume designers inner exactly. depth that has been conveyed through this film like what more okay. can you ask honestly let me let me pause there because that's a great point, Mike. But honestly, if your costume designer is not bringing that depth, then I mean, they all like every costume designer I've met has brought that level of depth. Like there is usually that level of thought and care and attention that goes into this. So, yeah, your costume designer should be bringing that level of yeah, depth no doubt. that brings the characters to life. That is what those tiny little details. That's what you pick up on. That's what you notice. That's what's so important. And honestly, it's important not only in dramas, but it's important in comedies, even comedies like this one, because that is really what that's what everyone sees. Everyone is visual. Everyone is a visual person. That's what we're looking at. We form snap judgments so quickly. And so mm. when we see her mm. in this dress and this hairdo, like when we see her and then in her later in her long robe and her long, like evil with her evil laugh, like, like all of this all fits together. And that's really what everything that's why visuals are so important to this. That's that's that is that level of depth should always be there. 
And it's not a lot of times. I understand that. And I'm not necessarily, that's not necessarily the fault of the costume designer. It could just be the director has no vision. Um, but yes, that should always be there. That level of depth should always be there. Yeah, like, 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 even if huge. you make a, a, a shitty film where the script isn't good, you should still have quality on screen. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they can't, they can't always, you can't, you can't change the script, unfortunately, but. Um, I live in that world, Kristen. Which, which part? I live which in world? that world. Where you, you can't change the script, but you, you can find, script, you can you find try. interesting visuals and add weight to them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's always the thing is like when I get like a script and you read it and you're like, oh God. And you're like, okay, hold on. How can I make this interesting? How can I at least entertain myself? It might entertain <laughs> myself. 100%. That is 100%. That is crazy. God damn. I have that same thought all the time. It's like, all right. What makes me want to want to do this? Yeah. Yep, like, exactly. Is yeah. There one thing that I can add? Like, can we at least shoot on cool lenses? Like, give me a, give me a reason to be here. Give me something. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's exactly it. Like, I mean, half the time when I look at the costumes, I'm like, yeah, they're fine. Like, ugh, I hate doing that because there should be interesting things there. There should be little tidbits about the character, little interesting things. I'm sure you could say the same thing for production design. I'm sure you could say the same thing for, like, uh, every single aspect. There should be hints and clues to the characters, you know, setting the mood with lighting, setting the mood with sound, setting all all of this, all of this, this should all come together to create something incredible. I mean, this, the script also should work, but you know, I'm, what can you do with that? I think this script actually worked. It, it, it told its stupid story and it had its (laughs) random stupid sketch bits, you know? Yes, yeah, Steve Martin was credited as a writer on this, and and for how many you know, like sketch bits there are be, in right? this, yeah. I think that's horrifying. Um, I will say <laughs> that <laughs> if this were a, like a significantly shorter, like if this was a sketch, like even like ten or fifteen minutes, I think I would enjoy this a lot more. <laughs> Damn, it'd be a quick fifteen minutes to get through all this. That's fine. Yeah. Let's go. Action packed. <laughs> Let's get through it. I'm gonna enjoy it. Let's you go. Got, like, five minute acts. <laughs> I mean, like realistically though, I could see this being a forty, forty five minute like short feature ish. I I would be okay with that. That's, that's There's quick. yeah, yeah. I you yeah, I'd be okay always, with seventy not, minutes. Not every movie mm-hmm. needs to be the length that it is. Okay, it just. No, I agree with yeah. that, but I, but that's yeah. a lot cutting out. You know, like you like tied it up a little bit. Let's come in at like a strong seventy. That's well, that, that's yeah. that's where you have someone who's super objective and was not part of the writing or the directing. Like you, you don't have that director's bias and say, well, this was hard to make and this was a difficult shot, and and you can you can objectively be like, this is funny, this part's not. Can we live without the part that's not? And that's really hard to do when you're intimately involved with the creative process of of starting something of writing the thing yeah and that's one of the reasons why you get three hour fucking long movies and you not everyone is james goddamn cameron and not only are they three hours but like the director's cut is like four and a half yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well you know and sometimes listen whittle down Sometimes it, I, uh, I'm sure there's a four and a half hour movie that is worth it, but yeah, I don't think I've seen a four and a half hour movie that was worth a damn thing. Return mm, of not four and a half hours. That's not four and a half hours, is it? That's three and a half. That's not even best. four. Yeah, same four. Get even out. The extended cut. Yeah. Oh well, that's a piece of shit. Who's watching that? <laughs> <laughs> All three extended editions are only twelve hours long. Oh Holy. well. Return of the King, extended edition. We added another five endings to the movie. That's (laughs) that's including the 45 minutes worth of of credits at the end of the film. 
Just waiting not, for that Marvel ending. They're not ending. that long. <laughs> <laughs> well, are, are we at ratings here? Murmur, murmur, murmur. Murmur, murmur, murmur. Oh, that sounds like a yes. All right. So who's going first? We're just saying murmur. Who's rating the men with two brains? All right. No one's going to go. I guess I'll go first. So I like this a lot better than the movie last week, mostly because the tone is there. It's intact. I know what the movie is. The movie, all the actors in the movie, it it's there. The ideas are communicated. Um, the jokes are there, and they're really funny. Um, but again, like last week, pacing issues. It's just not mm. funny all the time. That Roger Ebert quote kind of really hit the nail on the head. Um, you can't say it better than that. Yeah, I really like all the performers in the film. You know, again, I think Steve Martin's kind of the the weak link here. You know, he's the one that has the moments that I'm just like, eh, I don't know. Can we get a second take on that one? But he also really shines in some moments. Uh, some of his delivery is really great, and some of his facial reactions are, are really good. But, man, he's just surrounded by David Warner and fucking Kathleen Turner that are just fucking knocking it out of the goddamn park every fucking scene that they're in and when they're not mm. on screen and Steve Martin's just talking to the goddamn brain in the jar I'm not having as good of a time and I'm not laughing as much I mean some of the jokes are funny it's just it's not always there and it's not really I don't know it's not really it's not really landing all the time so I think I'm going to come in at a at a 6 Maybe a six five. I, I don't know. Somewhere in that ballpark. It's it's definitely not a seven. It's not it's not good, but it, it's it's better than mediocre. Who's going next? I guess I can go next. Uh, but I was going to comment actually that I've always really enjoyed Steve Martin and I enjoy a lot of his movies. And now that we're sitting here watching them, I'm starting to question that because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing the weird ones, Chris. Yeah, we <laughs> are doing, doing the weird ones. We are not. We're not reviewing Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. You know, you're not going to establish that. Listen, I am not like revoking like my love for Steve Martin. I'm just (laughs) saying that like maybe um, he's not as great as I thought. That's all I'm saying. Christian, are you breaking up with Steve Martin? Is that what's happening right now? He's done some things that I'm not okay with. Don't leave just yet. It's okay. It's okay. Well, I'll we're, at least we're, be we're just for looking next through week, the so old Live Journal fucking posts. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's kind of where we are. Don't look there. <laughs> There's some good moments in there. There's some good haikus, but like we don't. I we mean, don't... maybe. Well, especially because like I googled it like before this, and I saw that he was a, he was listed as a co-writer, and I was like, oh no, like we might actually have to break up with him if he actually if he actually had a, like a big hand in writing this because I'm is... done with you. No, it's one thing if you pick a shitty movie to act in, and it is another thing yeah. if you write the shitty movie to to act in. Okay. Well, I mean, I, if if you're if you're improving, technically you're, yeah. you're writing, right? I don't. Know I, if you, I, I mean, feel like, like that that could very well be like uh, he came up with a lot of bits while they were talking through the movie and they were reading it through, and they're like, "You've done so much that we just have to give you credit on it," kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. um I watched this movie several times and um, like the first time I saw it, I hated it. And I was like, I can't believe I'm part of a podcast that's going to make me watch this and talk about it. And I was like, I I was like, I was like, I think that I should just like not be here this week. I can't believe that. Anyway, so I was like, let me give us another. Let me be in a. I know, right? Damn. Um, I was this like, scary. Shut up. <laughs> I was like, let me give this another chance. And I'm glad I did. Um, it's still not good. It's still not a good movie. Um, but I don't. 
hate it as much as I did on first viewing. There are some moments that shine. Kathleen Turner is brilliant in almost every scene she's in with every line she delivers with every like swish of a like shoulder and dress and all of this like she is just this she commits to this character and she is this character and it's um Steve Martin um doesn't I don't I don't know what's wrong with him um because I like I said I am a Steve Martin fan um but now I am questioning this um (laughs) Because he is, he is the weakest link in all of these movies and these movies you can enjoy, but not because of him. You enjoy them because of all of the other characters and the cast that he can assemble and what all like, the cast and the crew and what everyone else comes together to do. And he just happens to also be in them. And so maybe we should reward him for that and not for his acting abilities anyway. But this movie is um, um, not good. And um, <laughs> there are moments. I keep saying this. There are moments that are that are good. There. So I liked. I loved Kathleen Turner. I loved um, um, the 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 brains and the video game like brain laboratory that doesn't match anything that doesn't that doesn't match the room that they're in like it's whatever it's that looks all looks stupid. I mean, it looks cool like by itself, but not together. It doesn't fit together at all, um, but that's whatever. It's fine. Um, that's the joke, right? It's not funny. It is. I'm yeah, not, is the joke. I mean, but it is the joke, funny. though. Yeah. Okay. I, I, well, would you like me to go through all the jokes that, the jokes that, that mean, are not, not funny? funny. Yeah. <laughs> because there's a lot. Oh, oh no! Don't well, do that, Kristen. You know, <laughs> we don't, I don't think we have time for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, and. Uh, yeah, there's there's just there's a lot that I did not care for. There's and I who was it last week complaining that the ladies didn't pass the Bechtel test? I mean, in, in this movie, that was you in this movie, uh, they don't really have like a personality. They don't talk. They're just bodies that he's trying to fuck. And it's just like, well, some of them are brains. He wants to get into a body to oh, try to fuck. OK, okay. that's a difference. Mm-hmm. Is- Thank you. Because if you fuck the brain, you would yeah. hurt it. Yeah. Obviously, and you, he did actually try to pull it out, and we don't know what That's we were going to do with That's it. True. Don't touch that! Well, there's an area between the two lobes, you know. <laughs> Are you talking about brain cleavage? What is happening brain right cleavage, now? Yeah, that's, yeah, right, yeah. that's a great word for that it. Is, yes, yes. That that's... is a different kind of mind fuck. I'm sorry, cranial, cr- <laughs> cranial cleavage. Mind fuck. Right. Ooh, cranial cleavage. I like it. I like that's it. The, that's my next punk band. Cranial cleavage. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Um, but I'll go with my second viewing. I'll rate it from my second or uh, second viewing, where I was like, "Oh, maybe um, it's not complete garbage." Um, I will. I'm going to give it a three. Wow. Whoa. Not complete garbage is a three. Holy shit. Wow. Hey, well, you know. I wanted to resign from the podcast on my first viewing. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Why the like, hell I, I did to... we not do Dirty Rotten Scoundrels for well, Steve Martin <laughs> Month? I'm so You weren't here for the meeting. Fuck. You weren't, Mike. You have to show up if you want an opinion, okay? I you blame can't myself. just I blame comment myself. afterwards. You should. Look, that is your fault. It's fine. It's fine. I'll let you it's have fine. your opinion for a second, but I, I need to apologize real quick to Kristen. Like, look, when I picked this movie. Oh, you're owning up to you're it. you're taking responsibility. Wow. 
going to take responsibility. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what accountability looks like. <laughs> she almost quit the podcast, Jared. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm man, flesh and blood. I mean, come on, man. Like, no, okay. No, do you guys know? Hold on. So all those medical jokes at the beginning, like, do you know that I'm not actually allowed to be alone in a room with my doctor? There has to be another woman present. Like, do you know, like, because of curvers like this, like, like, that's not actually a thing. Like, this would not actually happen because we have to be supervised. Like, that's crazy. And then, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Kristen, it was 1983. It was a different time. <laughs> that's well, true. Her, left hand, her that's right true, hand is true. checking that's out true. great. That's her oh left God. hand, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the nurse comes in and she's got a fucking hand and her finger in his mouth. Uh, he's got his finger in her mouth and he pulls it out like he's checking the temperature and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Anyways, um, I apologize, Kristen, because uh, when we were talking about doing Steve Martin movies, I was like, "We all right, if we're gonna do the, you know, we, we <laughs> we're, we're gonna do My Blue Heaven, you know, that, like that that was that was a movie." So I was like, "Okay, cool, we, we should do dumb movies." I remember this one about this brain, and I remember seeing this as a kid, and, and, and like actually, like it stuck with me, the brain in the jar thing, and I was like, "Oh, I remember that being good," but as I started watching it, I was like, "Oh no, I fucked up." <laughs> I'm making these poor people watch another terrible movie, <laughs> um, which is okay because it, it hopefully next week will be better, but we'll see. But I, I we'll do see. agree with you that this is kind of one of those movies that you need to get over yourself a little bit on and, and then, and then give it another try. And I did enjoy it way better the second go around, like just actually kind of letting it wash over me and just like experiencing it and actually allowed myself to laugh. <laughs> Uh, a lot of shit's super dated. There's some racist shit in here. There's like, you know, I know they're doing it as a joke, but like, you know, there's some stuff like that that just doesn't hold up. It's okay. You know, we, we were talking shit on the lighting and all that earlier, but then we watched the trailer. I was looking at it. I was like, it's, it's, it's not terrible. I mean, you know, it, it's, I've seen way worse, you know? So it, it's okay. Steve Martin's better than this, Kristen. I just want mm-hmm. you to know. <laughs> and, and eventually we'll do, a, we'll do a month that's like Steve Martin for real. Steve well, Martin for real. <laughs> Fuck. This is still real Steve Martin. Okay. Well, yeah. I, 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 it's, you know what I, I want to say? It, it's comedy for a different era, you know? I, I think that, like, this is it's this is a dead style of comedy. I, I think that there was a version of this that started happening with, like, the scary movie and, and like, you know, the, those type of movies. We just, what, what, what's a slapstick dumbass comedy that's out now? Like, did they even do this? Three anymore? Amigos came out, like, a couple years after that. And that I'm, not talking, I'm talking about like now. now. I'm just saying, like, they, <laughs> they don't really do slapstick anymore. Not that I've seen. To your point, hold up. Yeah. Since the pandemic, how many comedies have you actually seen in the theaters? Like none. Right. It's very few and far between. They want yeah. to keep us down. It's a it's the whale conspiracy. wasn't very funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is hysterical. <laughs> I mean, even but like, uh, and you thought it would be even everything, every, everything, everywhere, all at once. That had so many that's action elements. Comedy. Yeah, that's not a comedy. No, not definitely a comedy. not a comedy. No, even though it had some really close. funny shit in it. Yeah. Um, there's not any. There's no. Th- this is a dead art. We need to bring back the slapstick comedy. Maybe. <laughs> Look, we let, let, let's contact Steve Martin. <laughs> <laughs> What's he? Friend Kristen need, needs help. <laughs> she has to learn <laughs> that there's actually good in you. <laughs> It, it seems Just like right now the uh, the Saturday Night Live actors kind of go to streaming stuff. They they get yeah. their like, their own TV yeah. shows there. Or they get movies that are released there. Um, 
Like that Adam's what is it? Adam Sandberg? Oh, the Adam Sandler fella? Yeah. Uh-huh. That Adam that, Sandler that, fella? <laughs> fuck Netflix all the way Starling. off. Yeah. Oh, oh, what, what, what is the Netflix has built their whole the... comedy brand around that guy. I'm on a boat. He does those music videos. Chronicles oh, of Narnia. Uh, Sam- Sandberg? Sandberg. Yeah, Andy, Andy Sandberg. Andy. 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 Not Adam. Andy. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Wrong A name. Yeah, Sorry. Wrong, you, were wrong. Cl- you were close. <sighs> no, most of his Assholes. stuff has also gone straight oh, no. to streaming. It's Andy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, or he's, or he's on a TV show. You know what I mean? That's like where yeah. they're, where, where they're going now. Palm um, Springs is one of the greatest movies of the last five years. I will just put that out there. But wasn't like, that a Hulu original or exclusive? That was a, that was a Hulu exclusive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All that being said, not terrible. Better than last week. It's a 6.5. It's okay. To your note, Jared, uh, yes, you were correct. I didn't need to get over myself. Uh, and I think I would actually enjoy this a lot more if... No, no, no. The first viewing. I'm not saying this is better. Brian, stop with the faces. No, um, we're going to do the faces. He's very, he's very expressive. I did not... I was not 100% sure what to expect. And I was not in the mood to watch a slap... Not that I wasn't in the mood, but I was not expecting a slapstick comedy kind of thing. And so I wasn't... That's why I watched it again. And I actually think if I watched it with a group of people... Mm. This would be I would enjoy it a lot more. Like in a theater in the yeah, 80s. Like in a theater that. in that's the fair. 80s. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Uh that doesn't excuse any of the other things that I said. I stand by everything I said. Um, but I think I would enjoy it more if yes, a theater in the 80s kind of thing. Or even like, oh my God, like if we did like a do they do like drive theaters where like you hang out with your friends kind of yeah. thing? And oh, like yeah. like something like that. Like that would be fun. Mm-hmm. I would I, I think there's a place, maybe not necessarily this movie, but Yes, slapstick movies. Yes, absurdist comedies. Like, there's a place for that. And we've really moved away from that as a society. And I feel like that's a shame because it is funny. It does have a place. Like, you should be able to laugh like that. So there's, like, no need to apologize to where I'm going. Like, I, it's okay. I'm, Jud- yeah. Judd Apatow killed this kind of comedy. God, yeah. Judd Apatow did a whole, like, 2000s. Like, all the movies that were R-rated comedies, was they were all Judd Apatow movies. And they were all, like, how many dick and ball jokes can we make? Well, that was like American Pie, but it was still more goofy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, a little bit. Like, took adulted it up a little bit. I don't know. I haven't rewatched um, fucking Anchorman in at least a decade, and I'm I'm interested to see if that holds up. Okay, you know what? I have not seen, so this might not hold up. But you know what? I really enjoyed watching in theaters when it came out was The Hangover, and I just saw that it's streaming yeah. somewhere. Oh. Like, I miss stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, really the first well one comedy like shot really well. Yeah, yeah, the first one is is reasonably good, but there's so many things in it that have not aged well that I, I, I yeah I haven't seen it. I can't. I I'm legit. I tried because I, I never saw the the third one, and I may have watched the second one, and I tried to watch all three of them, and I couldn't. I barely finished the first one. I was like, there's it's too okay. much well, in this. I will say, yeah, I was like, I'm not. I don't need to see the other two. I didn't okay see the second offended. one, or if I did see the second one, I didn't like it. But I do remember thinking the third one was better than I was expecting. But that was again when it came out, and I saw it in theaters, so I have no yeah. idea. That was a long time ago. But something like that. Yeah, where it is shot well, where there are good actors, where everyone's like being straight faced and but it's so absurd. I love that. Yeah, I think Brian's right. There hasn't been much in the last three years for sure. I mean, I can't believe I missed the meeting wherein we decided to do Steve Martin month and we chose these movies instead of three well, amigos. To, 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 and- be, to be fair, to be fair, we lost your 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 um, your pick because we ran over a week because of like scheduling that's so. fair because but, of you so. and we would have okay. we would have so, filled yeah. it in Sorry. with father of the bride though so <laughs> yeah it would have been yeah. father but, of the bride. but you, you didn't really father of the bride <laughs> three amigos and fucking dirty rotten scoundrels like those are the quintessential steve Both martin figure. movies uh, like you guys 
There's a gym next week. I'm telling you. Oh, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have never seen L.A. Story. I'm excited to watch L.A. Story. That's next week. Uh, but these two choices, I was like, I actually didn't know that Steve Martin could be this bad. Like that's kind of impressive. <laughs> like I also have a soft spot for Steve Martin because. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, like I grew up with the guy. Like like all of his stuff was was it was like this is these are great movies and. Dirty Ron Scoundrels is fucking imprinted in my brain, and I don't know how I feel about this. I like I was apparently in the perfectly exactly right mood to watch this movie and find it fucking hilarious because I was rolling on the floor for most of the jokes in this, but I also really, really felt the length. Um, there were a lot of things that didn't land halfway through when he meets the fucking brain. I was like, oh my god, this just got so slow. What the hell? <laughs> But the first, the first third, the first act was a really, really, really great SNL skit that just somehow managed to last for 35 fucking minutes. If that had been the entire movie, I would have actually been really okay with it because it was a pretty hilarious, like, asshole character that d- does all these kooky things and then doesn't get sex when he marries this woman that he fucking almost killed. I, this movie is so dumb and so ridiculous that I laughed in spite of myself on on most of it. But like Kathleen Turner is sexy as hell in this. I think she eats up her entire role. Steve Martin um, chews on all of his lines and he spends too much time chewing on most of his lines. But there are a few moments where he really legitimately does shine and I, I appreciated it. But um, I felt his his rehearse, 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 rehearse a little bit too much in this. I I could have um I think I could have stood to have a little bit more like freshness from some of these lines. It felt like he's he's like he had done them a thousand times in the mirror and then he had done them a hundred times at a table read and then he did them 15 times on set and by the time you got to that take 12 like all the magic was gone, Steve. Like can we get some freshness? Can we get some like try something different that you hadn't thought of before and uh, and I felt that in a lot of this. This movie is not intelligent. It's not. It's a dumb movie. There, there are some. There are some great jokes, but it's for a movie about a fucking brain surgeon. The jokes are surprisingly dumb, <laughs> which for the most part worked for me in this. I, I did not really understand the Merv Griffin thing. I thought that was an interesting, like let's throw a random celebrity in there for a serial kill- killer. That was that was an, a good attempt at a joke. Maybe it worked in 1993. It, Definitely does not hold up now because I didn't know who the fuck he was. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, in talking it through tonight, my biggest question is is how could this movie have been better? From like a meta perspective, like like and we've kind of touched on some of those things. Like maybe you could have cut some of the some of the cruft out. Maybe you could have but like overall, like they they got the concept across. They delivered a lot of jokes that actually worked really well. I thought all the stuff in in the castle apartment that was just a fucking movie set very clearly. And they leaned into those like all the walls are made of paper and he falls through the fucking door. Like they 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 find some ways to make some of the low budget stuff like even funnier than it probably should have been. And so I really appreciated those moments. Roger Ebert really summed it up well. This movie is not funny, but it doesn't know how funny it is at points or whatever he said. Like, um, I wanted to watch this movie a second time and I, I, I chose not to because I knew that if I did, I would not have liked it as much the second time. So I just watched it once. 
I think it's better than it deserves to be, but it's not as good as uh, we want it to be. Uh, I'm going to come in at a seven because I enjoyed it. Um, and everyone that was all, most of the people involved in this really, really delivered a lot of things that I don't think the actual source material deserved to have delivered in the ways that they did. It's a seven. A seven. All right. Okay. Good man. I think that was the highest rating there, Griggs. As spastically uneven as its zany title suggests, The Man with Two Brains isn't peak Steve Martin, but it still offers close enough. Wait, but it's still often close enough to enjoy. Rotten Tomatoes brings us yeah. in at a 78% tomato meter wow. and 64% audience score. Wow. Critics were. How, how many reviews were that? How old are 20? they also? Well, uh, they're all in their 80s. Okay. And uh, no. <laughs> now. Uh, but anyways, uh, 23 uh, critic reviews. Oh, okay. 25,000 audience score. So if you see the spread there, you know, a 64 is pretty solid, man. It's, that's right where we are. Yeah, that's that checks out. Well, we didn't talk about money. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask how, about budget. How do we do, Brian? Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what the budget is for this film. Could not find okay. the budget whatsoever. Uh, couldn't even find worldwide uh, gross. I could only find domestic uh, North America. Um, it made ten point four wow. million. So, oh wow! Yeah, it opened. Obviously, you saw this on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it opened at number four at the box office. Um, its first weekend, uh, number one was uh, Return of the Jedi. Number two was Psycho Classic. 2. Number three was Oof. War Games. And number four was The Man with Two Brains. It had no chance. No chance. Well, it wouldn't have any. I mean, even if that wasn't the lineup. War Games. Way better film. We'll get to it eventually. Someday I'll see it. Yeah, maybe. Come on. <sighs> <laughs> So with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to the movie. Cr- uh, wait, what is it again? Fuck. There's no the. It's cleaner. Gmail.com. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to moviecrewpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at moviecrewpod. Jared, where can the audience follow you? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate or on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. And Greg's, where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. Hey, Kristen, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And we're going to close out the show with... What are we going to close out the show with? You know what? Let's, because the soundtrack wasn't released at all, let's close out the show with uh, Under the Bamboo Tree. Uh, this was written by uh, Bob Cole, and this will be performed by Steve Martin and Sissy Spacek. Enjoy. If you like a me like I like a you and we like a both the same. I like a say this very day I like a change your name Cause I, I love, love a you and love a you true And if you a love a me One live as two, two live as one Under the bamboo tree and every morning he would pee 
Down underneath the bamboo tree Awaiting there his love to see And then to her he'd sing If you like a me like, like I, I like, like a you And we like a both the same I like a same this very day This is Miss Essiter I like to change your name Cause I love you and love you true And if you will love me One lives two Two lives one Under the bamboo tree 